We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Will Manso joining us on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Will Manso, sports director and anchor at WPLG Local 10 here in Miami. He was out uh, at Hard Rock Stadium yesterday for the grind. I think we can call it a uh, a grind. Um, Will, after all the ups and downs, Dolphins, they are indeed a playoff team. And that's the, the first, you know, season of the Mike McDaniel era. So overall, in your estimation, was the season beyond expectations, below expectations, or right about on the money of what expectations were? I think, honestly, it's right on the money based on uh, some of the things you saw that were positive, the development of Tua, the way the offense looked when it was clicking and everyone was healthy. Obviously, the negative, five-game losing streak, all the injuries, I think it kind of balanced it out, and the record says as much, right? I mean, 9-8 and eight is just above, right, middle of the pack, and to make the playoffs, sometimes you just have to be above that. I mean, every year you see teams in that range that sneak into the playoffs, get a playoff spot. I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling good that they took some steps forward and made the playoffs. But I think anybody that's realistic knows that they wanted more. I mean, the goal was higher, especially as good as they looked, you know, a month and a half ago and the way things derailed with all the injuries. And, Will, something else, and we know we've actually had a lot of these conversations with you through this season and last season, but Tua is a playoff quarterback. He's, he took a team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But can we call him a playoff-type quarterback moving forward? Are you comfortable saying that? I mean, I want to say it right, but we haven't seen it. And this is it, – it, it reminds me, and I'm sure you guys have discussed it or thought about it, and, and your listeners the same. I mean, it feels like 2016 where we were always having this discussion about what Ryan Tannehill could be, and then Matt Moore ends up being the start of the playoff game because of all the injuries and they get demolished. And, and now all of a sudden Tua takes this step forward. And, and Channing, I mean, I think he is a playoff quarterback. And I think if anything, look – Obviously, his health is the focus, meaning not just short-term, but long-term. I mean, is it going to be a question about him being able to stay healthy? That's a legitimate question once he gets beyond the scare of what he just went through. But I think when you see what this offense didn't do, you know, in the last few weeks without him and how bad they looked and then how good they looked with him, I mean, the stats don't lie. I mean, I think the Dolphins averaged around 28 points a game when two was the starting quarterback. They averaged a little bit over half of that when he wasn't. I mean, that's a big difference. So if that's not a big-time quarterback or a money quarterback for your offense, I don't know what is. I mean, clearly he makes a difference, and they're going to miss him Saturday if he doesn't go, or Sunday if he doesn't go, and it sure seems likely that he won't go. Yeah, I mean, he led them, we talked about it, to the playoffs. That, that was Tua's Absolutely. doing. Led Absolutely. them to the playoffs because you saw yesterday was a, 
a slog. So if he doesn't play on Sunday, and, and again, I mean, we'll find out more as the week goes on. If he doesn't play on Sunday, do you give them any kind of puncher's chance to beat Buffalo? Because you're not going to hold Buffalo to six points. No, I mean, look, it, it would take the ultimate miracle of game plans by Mike McDaniel. And part of it, I hope, is what he saw yesterday, is that when they just run the football, Mike McDaniel's offense, as dynamic as it can be, sometimes as simple as running the football with some of the dynamic play calls he has, can be effective. Now, you say that, right? And then you find that Raheem Mostert, I saw him in the locker yesterday, had a wrap around his thumb. Now this reports from NFL Network that he's got a broken thumb. I mean, it, it, again, it doesn't end with this team, the bad luck that they have. And I get injuries are part of the season, but man, they're really piling on. But I think if they run the football and, and just sort of play that bend, don't break, if you could somehow bog down Buffalo as they get in the red zone, hold them to field goals, you maybe can hang around. And if Teddy Bridgewater starts, I think Teddy is good enough that he can throw the short passing game. You, you can't really expect it to be a deep passing game like it is with two of the intermediate deep passes. But you can just get the ball to your playmakers. You hope Tyreek's ankle's okay. And then maybe you have a chance in the fourth quarter. Again, I'm saying best-case scenario. I think we all know Buffalo at home, all the emotion they've already been through in the last week, unfortunately, with all the things that have happened, on top of them being really talented. And it looks to be healthy. I mean, their quarterback is healthy. Their playmakers are healthy. That's a big difference in a game like this. Is McDaniel going to be questioned? Because he took he took a team to the playoffs in his first season, but we know the context of losing five in a row mm-hmm. and having to sneak in. Is that yeah. is 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 he just a first year playoff quarterback? I mean, playoff coach, or do you have to question the the streakiness of this team? You absolutely have to question it, Channing. And I, and when I say question, I don't mean question of meaning his job is on the line because I think you know the reports that came out last week and it kind of goes you know how it is with social media it picks up steam and all of a sudden it's like Mike McDaniel on the hot seat. I don't think Mike McDaniel's on the hot seat. I really don't. I don't see why he would be because, I, again, similar to what I talked about, Tua, we saw enough to know that he can really change this offense and fix this team. And when the players responded to him, the players genuinely like him and respect him in the locker room, which, again, is a very important step. I mean, we know that that's, that's part of being a head coach. But the decisions as far as in-game, the, the risk he takes, you know, yesterday winning his first challenge, some of the fourth down calls, the aggressive nature. Maybe he has to kind of look back in the offseason and say, okay, where can I push that? Where can I step back a little bit? We saw that a couple of years ago with Brandon Staley, the head coach of, of the Chargers. Remember that? Where everybody was like, oh, he's the new it guy because he takes chances. And then it burned them, and everybody soured on him. And I think McDaniel's at that middle point where he's got to learn from some of the mistakes he's made. But I think he is a bright guy, obviously. I think he knows offense. The players respect him, and he absolutely deserves another chance to show that he could learn from the mistakes he did make this year because there was enough good in my eyes to think he could lead this team forward. Will Manso from Local 10 is with us. Yeah, I think it would be folly to even consider. I don't even think there should be a meeting at the no. Dolphins yeah. facility about the future of Mike McDaniel. If that dude didn't earn himself, in my opinion, a second season, yeah. there's going to be warts with a first-time head coach. There of course, always is. Of course. If that guy yeah. didn't earn himself a second season, then, then I don't know – Oh, uh, you just said it. First time head coach. I mean, you hired a young guy, right? Who's never been a head coach. What do you expect? You know, you know, you're going to, that comes with the package, right? You, you're not going to get a perfect head coach who knows every little thing. You have to kind of learn by your mistakes. And now it's about correcting it and learning. He was really funny in the postgame press conference yesterday too, when they, <laughs> he said, uh, he said, you know, I always appreciate Stephen Ross for giving me the job and believing in me. He said to the reporters, Crowder, he said, because, because you know 
how many teams were interviewing me for their head coaching position. And then there was a pause zero. and he's like, zero. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's right. He's right. Uh, it was I, kind I, of I, lo I love, I love his, yeah, his self face. You know who else? I, I felt really good for him because I, and he was, I, I thought he was, you know, he was good yesterday after the game where he was like, you know, oh, I, I'm not a great podium speaker because I, I, I need a little time to kind of decompress and figure out how I feel. Um, I felt very good for him. Did you feel good for Jason Sanders yesterday, Will? I did. You know, it's it's funny because he was – it's funny how – especially kickers because they could be so – to fans, talk about dismissive. You just throw a kicker out of the street. You don't care on to the next one. It's not like quarterbacks where you, you want to have years to develop. Jason was such a dependable, reliable guy up until a few years ago. And then the last couple of years, it's kind of gone sideways. And then this year, he was the guy that every Dolphin fan wanted to toss to the street. Look, he may end up getting tossed to the street. He might not be back next year. But in a big spot, in a big game where literally nothing was working on offense, he made three huge kicks. And that kick, I mean, it, it's funny because you look at it's a 50-yard kick under pressure in that kind of game, knowing what's on the line is a huge kick. So I was really happy for him because he's a nice guy. After the game, he stood up there and, you know, he kind of, you know, he again, he knows it comes with the territory as a kicker. You know, the most popular guy, one minute tossing the street the next. But it, I was happy for him just personally, aside from the team, to be able to make those kicks. Well, one thing that McDaniel needs to do is get rid of this damn ping pong table. Because <laughs> I'm not the ping pong controversy. I'm over it. Is anyone there interested in foosball? Is there a bump? How about bumper pool? I mean, no, I, I like, look, they have the arcade now. There are hard rock. Go play in the arcade if you want, but stop it with the ping pong. Dig dug anything. We, we got to get rid of the pool. The ping -pong. I'm done. I'm done played with football my whole life. Covered the Dolphins 10 plus years. I've heard more about ping pong than I do. In, damn, what? Enough. Blades of Glory, whatever that movie is about ping pong. Goodness gracious. Ping I'm over table. it. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was funny. A uh, what would David Ferronis tweet about that? What was the? I think I have that. Oh, they they won every game without it, right? And they lost all the ones. Dolphins are on a six-game like winning streak without a ping pong table in their locker room at the practice facility. A seven-game losing streak with a ping pong table. Present. There you go. Ping pong gone. That's it. <laughs> Question answered. Vote. Is there anything here that interests you? But and big wheels. Do, do people like to ride big wheels? Anything. Besides... Oh man. Read a bumper cars in the back. And they start building stuff. Anything besides ping pong. Cubert. Do I hear? Do I hear a Cubert? Uh, Will Manso from Local Ten. So, uh, hey, were there a lot of Jets? fans at hard rock yesterday you know there were but it wasn't as much as usual i think most of them were kind of over like when i got to the parking lot yesterday getting over the stadium there i saw a lot but once you got in the stadium i give dolphins and credit they showed up they were loud and you know they treated it like it was i mean okay so it wasn't your team going for division the hottest team in the league like they were a month ago but i thought fans were great yeah there were some jets fans but they left crying so it's fine it's, it's all good <laughs> dolphins are going you, to the playoffs are you headed to buffalo you're going to buffalo I am. I, I, I just, uh, before I got on with you guys, I was on Amazon buying puffer jackets and stuff because, you know, my Florida <laughs> butt is going over there. Uh, I don't know what I'm, I look and I say, wait, it's, it's not going to snow apparently, but it's going to be 24 degrees. I'm like, I can't handle 24 degrees. Yeah, that's cold. So, um, you know, I bought some puffer jackets, a little gloves, earmuffs, uh, hat, uh, thermal socks. I'm, I'm good to go. And, and Will, like, on what well, they play Saturday. Yeah, they're the first game Saturday. On Saturday, I really like we – we're. I joked earlier, but it's kind of, you know, a little – I'm not joking. I know what's going to happen on Saturday at 1 o'clock just with the quarterback situation and all of this. 
Is there oh, anything they talk do? Sunday? No, they play Sunday. 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 Oh, that's Sunday. right. Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so one o'clock Sunday. Anything they could do on Sunday, even with a loss, that encourages you? Because we know it's win or go home. I, I honestly, I'm already encouraged based on what I saw with Tua. Like if Tua, I don't think Tua's playing. If Tua played, I'd be very surprised. So I think at this point, what you get, you kind of hope you see. You know, you hope Tyreek, as good as he's been in the past against, you know, in playoffs against the Bills. I mean, we've seen him in the postseason when he was in KC. Maybe he has one of those crazy games where he houses a couple from you know five-yard passes for 80 yards. He's certainly capable. Maybe you see something like that. But I think, Channing, big picture, you should already be encouraged by the weapons they have. Waddle is developing in year two. I know he struggled a bit, but I really think, I mean, the last few weeks, I really think that's just the quarterback situation. Same with Tyreek. You know what you have there. I think, again, you go back to McDaniel, what you've seen there. I think the big question of the offseason, what are you going to do with Josh Boyer? What's going to change defensive personnel-wise? You, know, you, you bring Bradley Chubb over. Maybe the impact wasn't as big as you thought. What's going to happen with X? What's going to happen with Byron Jones? I think moving forward, there are a lot of questions. But I think encouragement-wise, I don't think there's anything that will really change the way I feel about this team. When two is healthy and clicking, this is a good team and a very good offense. And moving forward, you have to feel good about that. Yeah, when they were healthy during that winning streak and Tua was healthy, I mean, that was that was as good a football as we've seen down here in a long time. So yeah, I'm, I'm Marino. encouraged yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.